All right, friends, it's hoop ball promo time. This is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league all right friends it's hoop ball promo time this is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league the following is a hoop ball presentation Welcome to the Box Score Breakdown Show, a hoop ball presentation. This episode is brought to you by Hawaiian Isles, Kona Coffee Company. Taste the Kona difference. Get some delicious coffee. Head over to HawaiianIsles.com or Amazon. My name is Adrian Benjamins, and thank you for joining me for a fabulous Sunday evening. We had a really nice slate of games just a really really uh great night of uh fantasy action and um let's not waste any time man let's jump right into this uh first game first game was the celtics at the thunder the celtics uh squeaking out a victory here 112 to 111 let's take a look what went down on the boston side of this game first and a lot of nice fantasy lines um, from the starters in this one. Uh, I'll start with Jason Tatum, who had 26 points, a block, an assist, 11 boards. He had four threes, went 10 of 19 from the field, two of four from the line. Kemba Walker with 27 points, four rebounds, one assist. Uh, he was four and nine from downtown, six of 16 from the field, and 11 of 13 from the line. Gordon Hayward put up a nice double-double. 13 points, uh, 10 boards, 4 assists, a block, 2 threes on 5 of 10 shooting. He was 1 and 2 from the line. Jalen Brown with 17 points, 2 assists, 3 rebounds, 3 threes on 7 of 17 shooting. Um, he, uh, he's been pretty nice lately. 
Um, let me see who else. Daniel Thice of 13 points, 11 boards, 5 assists, um, 1 3, 5 of 11 from the field, 2 of 4 from the line. So, um, you know, with the starters doing most of the heavy lifting in this one, the bench uh, just really did not have it going. Uh, Smart with only 7 points, did have 4 steals and 2 assists, but. Uh, not much in just 22 minutes. Cantor only getting 17 minutes. So it's really your starters here that we trust for fantasy. And um, let's see, that's about it. I'm trying to just double check. I didn't miss anything. Uh, let's jump over to the Thunder side of this one. And uh, some nice lines over here, too, um, specifically from the backcourt. Uh, Chris Paul with 22 points. Two steals, five assists, five rebounds, one three on eight of 15 shooting from the field. He was five of six from the line. Shea Gillis Alexander, um, 24 points, four assists, six rebounds, uh, three threes. He was eight of 12 from the field, five of seven from the line. He's been good. Danilo Gallinari, very surprised that we didn't see uh, Gallo get moved at the trade deadline. 24 points for him, an assist, five boards, three threes on eight of 14 shooting. He was five of six from the line. Steven Adams was a little disappointing in this one. Um, only four points. He did have 11 rebounds, a block, two assists, but he only shot two of 10 in just 30 minutes of action. So um, hopefully he can bounce back in the next one. Dort has been starting, but man, I just, uh, just doing nothing. Three points um, and man, he had four fouls in just 12 minutes of action. So, but uh, not someone we're trusting for fantasy, but they do have a couple nice options off the bench or at least one. That's Dennis Schroeder with 22 points. Seven rebounds, one assist, one steal, three threes. He was eight of 21 from the field, three three from the line. Man, he has been a pleasant surprise this year. Um, I I just I think I've I say this every single time I'm talking about the Thunder. I just did not expect um, Schroeder to be so uh, to put up such nice production with Chris Paul and SGA there. So um, he's been a real a pleasant surprise. Okay, uh, let's see. Not too much else to talk about here on the Thunder side. Let's jump over to game two, uh, which was the Memphis Grizzlies at the Washington Wizards. The Grizzlies getting the victory 106 to 99. And I'm going to ch check out the Memphis side of this game first and I gotta start with um, rookie of the year Ja Morant who put up I believe his first triple double of his young career 27 points to go along with 10 assists 10 boards a steal a block he even added two threes was nine of 17 from the field seven of nine from the line man um he has been, I think, better than expected, um, or at least better than I expected. And um, he's been really, really, really great. Um, just a great rookie. Just, I mean, gosh, man, Memphis, um, the future's so bright in Memphis, man. I just, I cannot get over um, just how quickly they reloaded after that grit and grind era. Um, it, I just it's just crazy when you see teams and franchises like the Knicks who have so much trouble um, you know with a rebuild with a reboot and then you see Memphis Grizzlies just I mean it just feels like it was effortless the way they just um, had this rebuild so anyways just um, really exciting if you're a Memphis Grizzlies fan, man. Even, you know, uh, I'm becoming a Memphis Grizzlies fan. They're one of my favorite teams to watch. But anyways, I could go on. Um, let's let's take a look at some more box scores. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas with eight points. But, man, 18 rebounds to go along with two blocks. So I don't think you're upset at all about that low point total. Um, he looks just locked and loaded for the rest of the season. 
uh, he shot four of eight from the field. Um, this is a little interesting. Uh, Kyle Anderson, slow-mo, 16 points, a steal, two assists, five boards. And, you know, the the 16 points is nice. Shooting is great. Seven of nine from the field, two of two from the line. But what interests me is that he started got 30 minutes i think if if this is a trend him starting and seeing starter minutes i think kyle anderson is a guy we might need to swoop up um not in 10 team leagues but if you're in some deep uh 14 or maybe even 12 team leagues i'll tell you what man i might take a look at picking up kyle anderson if um i've got some dead weight at the end of my roster Dylan Brooks, who has been on a scoring tear, uh, didn't have the shooting going, was only 4 of 17 from the field, so he only had 9 points, a steal, an assist, 3 boards, didn't hit a 3, he, he took 8 of them, but man, he has been scoring the ball really well, so uh, I wouldn't panic on Dylan Brooks, the minutes was still there, the usage was still there, just the shot was just not falling here. Jaron Jackson with uh, 14 points, 11 boards, and assists, one block. He added a three, shot six of 16 from the field. He was one of two from the line. You know, I've I've seen I've I've seen a lot of questions regarding DeAnthony Melton. Um, should you hang on to him? Uh, I think he's worth hanging on to, but. This 20-minute roll off the bench, he saw 21 minutes off the bench. This might be um, what to expect for the rest of the season. And if that's the case, um, you know, tonight like tonight is kind of his floor. The seven points with not much else, only one steal, one assist, one rebound. So, you know, this is the low-end stuff from Melton I think you know he he took 12 shots tonight if the shot was falling um you know seeing instead of seven points seeing maybe you know mid to high teens or and then he usually will contribute in multiple categories he he has a very nice fantasy friendly game so you know I don't want to say to drop DeAnthony Melton I still think he is worth holding um, in certain settings, but um, this could definitely, there could definitely be more nights like this when he's coming off the bench in a low minute role. Anyways, um, another surprise, or not surprise, but I should say another disappointment, Brandon Clark, man, I am a big fan of Brandon Clark. I like him a lot. He had nine points tonight, six rebounds, but um, I was really hoping that the trade deadline and them moving um, Crowder, uh, I was really hoping that that would clear the way for Brandon Clark to get starter type minutes and he came off the bench tonight and only saw 21 minutes. So uh, I'm tempering my expectations on Brandon Clark as well. Um, Jones had 13 points off the bench for the Grizzlies. Three assists, two boards, one three. He shot five of eight from the field, two of two from the line. And then other than that, not much else here to talk about. Um, you know, no Winslow. I don't know if Winslow is going to actually play for this team. Jordan Bell also got traded to this team. But I, I don't really see Jordan Bell hurting um hurting the starters so uh i won't really worry about that okay uh let's take just one last look make sure i didn't miss anything i think i'm good let's let's jump over to the wizard side of this game and i'm gonna start with bradley beal 26 points a block two steals three assists four rebounds only had one three but um and shot 10 of 25 you know that's not great five of seven from the line so not the greatest line from Beal but I'll take it Smith getting the start as well uh, four points a steal a block five assists four rebounds Roy Hachimura uh, he's looking good um, 
back in the starting lineup, seeing good minutes, puts up a double-double, 12 points, 11 rebounds. No defensive stats, but, um, man, I think he could be um, a decent uh, late-round guy um, for the rest of season, mid-to-late-round guy for the rest of season. 1-3, he shot 5 of 13 from the field. Ian Mahini got the start, uh, played, but just played 18 minutes for two points, five rebounds, two blocks, so can't trust him. Bonga uh, with four points in 17 minutes for him, but uh, don't trust Bonga. Now, Bertons came off the bench, but still saw 32 minutes with 15 points, a steal, and assist, six rebounds. He is the guy that you want on your roster, not Mahini or Bonga. Uh, Bertans also had three threes, shot six of 13. And another pleasant surprise here in this one, you know, the front court of the Wizards starting to get a little crowded. Mo Wagner back in the lineup, 19 points um, off 24 minutes from the bench. He added two assists, nine rebounds, and um, one three. He shot seven of 11 from the field, four six from the line so a a really good game from Mo Wagner you know Thomas Bryant is expected out for a few games so uh it's it's gonna get a little um gonna get a little busy and crowded with Mahini, Bonga, Wagner, Bertons and then you, you add Thomas Bryant it's that's a lot of mouths to feed in that front court and uh, unfortunately I have quite a bit of shares of Thomas Bryant and um, I wish that I didn't I, I, I wish I didn't I think uh, you know not a great sign too that he re-injured or has soreness in that foot that uh, that had him miss so many games earlier in the season so um yeah not a great sign for thomas bryant here okay um let me see here let me make sure i didn't forget anybody else i think that is it game three let's jump over to the new york knicks versus at the atlanta hawks the Hawks getting the victory 140 to 135. I'm gonna jump in on the Knicks side of this game and I'll start with Julius Randle who had a big double double, 35 points to go along with 18 rebounds, three assists, a steal, a block. He shot 13 of 25 from the field. He was nine of 12 from the line. The usage just uh, seeing a real boost in usage. Uh, could he be the big winner of Marcus Morris getting shipped um, over to the Clippers? I, I, I think that, um, you know, Randall played 46 minutes here tonight. So, man, he really got a lot of tick in this one. And, um, yeah, maybe he's the big winner, winner from uh, Marcus Morris being off of this roster. Um Bullock with 21 points and assists a steal, four rebounds. He had five threes on eight of 18 shooting. Um, I don't really trust Bullock. Um, there is some talk that Wayne Ellington would like to be bought out. So I, I, I mean, I don't know. I guess I'm going to put Reggie Bullock on my watch list. And if he could string together another game or so of production, maybe a guy worth picking up in some deeper leagues. Um, so Alfred Payton has definitely emerged as the clear um, guy that you want in this New York Knicks backcourt. He had 12 points, 9 assists, 2 steals, a block, 4 boards. He only shot 5 of 14 from the field and 2 of 2 from the line. But he's just their best option as far as point guards go. R.J. Barrett, uh, five points, three assists, one steal. He's been uh, pretty disappointing. He only played, uh, you know, uh, probably got into some foul trouble, four fouls in just 22 minutes. Uh, Taj Gibson, only four points in 16 minutes. Don't trust him. And, you know, a guy that I do like off the bench, Mitchell Robinson, double-double with 15 points, 11 boards, and the defensive stats is what I really like here. Three blocks, three steals. He shot a nice seven of eight from the field, 
one of three from the line. But I just love the minutes, 35 minutes off the bench. I really hope Mitchell Robinson can get going. Um, Frank Nilakina, nine points, eight assists, two steals in 26 minutes off the bench. Uh, Bobby Portis with 14 points, six rebounds, two assists for him. Uh, I think I saw a rumor too about Portis possibly uh, maybe being bought out, but I I don't know. I don't know. Um, let's see. Kevin Knox not happening for him. Dennis Smith Jr. not definitely not happening for him. Um, and that's about it for the Knicks. Let's jump over on the Atlanta side and gonna start with Trey Young. I got this guy in my home league and I am loving life. One of the best decisions I made this season was drafting Trey Young. I think I took him in round two and uh, man, I love it. 48 points from Trey Young to go along with 13 assists, two steals. He shot, oh, he added six threes, shot 13 of 30 and a perfect 16 of 16 from the line that's some outstanding uh, free throw shooting right there I love it Um, John Collins with 32 points and 16 rebounds a really nice double double from him a block three assists a three he shot an efficient 12 of 19 from the field seven of nine from the line Kevin Herter, 16 points, 6 assists, 3 rebounds, a block, 2 threes. Just contributing across the board. He looks great, man. Um, 6 of 13 from the field, 2 of 2 from the line. DeAndre uh, Hunter. Hunter had a nice one in this game. Um, DeAndre Hunter, man. he I've seen him on a lot of wires um, I think, man, 48 big minutes here. Um, this game going into double overtime as well. I guess I, I definitely need to mention that, man. Uh, some big minute totals. Collins playing 50. Uh, Young, Herter, and Hunter all playing 48 minutes as well in this one. So some, you know, the a lot of these big numbers we're seeing in this one is due to the double overtime, the extra minutes that we saw. But still... Um, Hunter, I think, is worth an add. 19 points, 5 steals, and uh, 1 assist, 9 boards, 3 threes on 7 to 15 shooting. I think Hunter's been pretty good. Um, Jones got the start at center. You know, we're still waiting for Clint Capella. It looks like he won't be back until after the All-Star break, which is a little disappointing. I'm sure they'd love to see what they got in um, a stud center like Clint Capella. So um, I'm sure they're pretty excited to get him into this lineup. So we don't trust Jones. You know, Deadman played 33 minutes off the bench, put up 10 points, 8 rebounds, and 5 blocks. So I don't know. I think if you're really desperate for some blocks and some center help in a deeper league, I think maybe Deadman could be worth a, a stream just until until the all-star break because of course once capella gets in this lineup i don't think we're um y- you could trust deadman but i think he's worth a look okay other than that not much to talk about um they also traded for scal but i'm not really expecting him to make any kind of fantasy impact and um didn't even play in this one and uh, yeah all right, let's keep it rolling here. Let's jump over to the Bulls. Uh, let's jump over to the Bulls and the Sixers. The Bulls at the Sixers. The, not too much of a surprise here. The Sixers getting the victory 118 to 111. Going to uh, jump in on the Chicago side of this game. First, I'll start with Zach Levine, who had 32 points, three steals, eight assists. He was he added five threes, went 11 of 21 from the field, five of six from the line. Um, Young got the start in this one, put up a double-double, 10 points, 10 boards, one steal. He shot five of 11 from the field. Might be worth a look um, in the short term. A lot of 
big injuries here in the Bulls front court. No Lori Marketing, no Wendell Carter Jr. Daniel Gafford is out. So, um, you know, I think that he's young if he's going to continue to start is worth at least a short term stream if you guys need some help. Um, Sadoransky had 10 points and 7 assists, 4 rebounds, 1 steal, 1 3 on 3 of 9 shooting. That feels like a very Sato line. Um, and Hutchinson, man, uh, only 5 points, 1 steal, 4 assists, 7 rebounds for Hutch. Luke Cornett, man, I, you know, when Gafford first went down, and obviously Lori and uh, Wendell Carter were going to miss time. I picked up Luke Cornett in a bunch of leagues, and he was very disappointing. But um, tonight, 25 points, two rebounds, four threes. He shot 10 of 14. This is uh, why I thought he would be a good grab. I, I've dropped him since then in like all my leagues. But um, again, if you need some short if you need some short-term help at center with all the injuries to the Bulls front court, especially this guy can shoot threes for center. Love getting threes from your center spot. Put up some points. So um, if you need you know, a center who can help you in those categories, I think Luke Cornett could be an add um, in deeper leagues. I don't think I trust him in standard leagues. Or I'm hoping um, your worst player is better than Luke Cornett. But in some deeper leagues, I think he's worth a look. Okay, off the bench, man, I don't even really want to talk about the Bulls bench because um, the Bulls bench is not relevant for fantasy at all. Let me make sure uh, I did not miss any injuries. No, no injuries in this game. Let's jump over to the Sixers side of this game. And uh, I'll start with Ben Simmons, who had a nice triple-double, 19 points, 10 assists, 10 boards to go along with four steals. He shot six of 13 from the field, seven of 10 from the line. Joel Embiid, 28 points, um, 12 boards, five assists, three steals, four blocks. Love the seven defensive stats. Even added a three in this one. This is a very nice game from Embiid. Eight of 17 from the field. He was four, I'm sorry, 11 of 14 from the line. The big disappointment on the Philly side has got to be Al Horford, who had a goose egg, no points in 30 minutes of action. He did not hit a field goal. He did not hit a three. He did not even go to the line in this game. I mean, it's just um, that is really disappointing. I guess he somewhat salvaged this line if you played him because he had two blocks two assists and seven rebounds but you definitely are looking at that line and you're um you're definitely very disappointed if you played al horford tobias harris uh 14 points four assists three rebounds two threes on five of nine shooting from the field he was a perfect two of two from the line milton got the start shake milton he only had five points and the guy who we maybe need to look at, uh, Maz, second game in a row. Uh, he had 31 points in this one, three steals, two assists, five rebounds. Um, you know, this is a guy I think maybe we need to add. He's hot right now. He is shooting really hot. 12 of 17 from the field, 6 of 11 from three-point range, a perfect 101 from the line. If you need points, if you need threes, I think Korkmaz is your guy. Richardson, you know, coming off the bench, only three points for Richardson. I don't know if we're going to eventually see him in the starting lineup, make his way back in the starting lineup or not. Um, so keep an eye on that situation. I, I'm still holding Josh Richardson. Uh, I don't have him actually in any leagues, but if I did, I would still be holding him. Matisse Thibel, only 18 minutes. That's just not going to get it done. Um, nobody else here that I trust off the bench. Um, that's it. That's all I got. Also, you know, we're waiting for the 
newbies um burks were waiting to uh join this lineup so be very interesting to see um you know glenn robinson did play in this one and had 10 points so the bench is definitely a little bit deeper now with the addition of robinson and burks but uh definitely don't trust those guys for fantasy all right you guys let's keep it going let's jump over to the next game the jazz at the rockets the jazz squeaking out the victory here 114 to 113 um what a close game and uh let's take a look at the utah side of this game first man and you know we know that the rockets are playing this really small ball lineup uh their starters of covington house tucker front court it going up against rudy gobert so Gobert, man, 15 boards, 12 points, a steal, a block. I'm surprised that those rebounds and blocks weren't higher when going up against such a small ball lineup. Um, Gobert shot three of six from the field, six of eight from the line. Donovan Mitchell doing his thing, 24 points, six assists, five boards. He he added four threes. It was nine of 23 from the field, two of two from the line. Mike Conley, man, he is back. He is officially back in the starting lineup. 20 points, six assists, five rebounds, two threes, eight of 16 from the field, two of three from the line. If you were holding Mike Conley, um, you got to be really relieved to see him back and playing well. And you know, for whatever reason, I don't know why, but Mike Conley just kills Joe Ingles. And, you know, I am still encouraged and holding Joe Ingles because he started in this one, saw 33 minutes. But um, he, Joe Ingles took two shots in 33 minutes. Joe Ingles, who is a shooter, took two shots in this game. So um, it's just it's, – it's amazing. Conley, like, literally – takes up Joe Ingles shots Conley took 16 shots so those 16 shots that Conley took tonight were going to Joe Ingles uh, when Conley was out it's just it's 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 uh very disappointing that Conley and Ingles cannot coexist together especially with you know Conley's a nice passer he's a good facilitator I I don't understand it anyways Three points for Ingles, seven assists, five rebounds, one steal, one three. So the one shot that Ingles made was a three-pointer. So I don't know. Bogdanovich with eight points, four assists, two rebounds. It's just, man, it's just um, it's just kind of crowded on this Jazz wing. You add Jordan Clarkson as well, who went off for 30 points two assists six rebounds so a lot of guys eating here and uh just from a night to night basis it's tough because the next one maybe it's bogdanovich that goes off for 30 points and maybe clarkson has eight points so you know it, it's really tough between angles bogdanovich and clarkson to figure out who it's like the only constant really on this team is gobert donovan mitchell and i i think it looks like mike conley um could be a consistent um contributor Okay, not much else to talk about off the off of the bench, so let's just jump right over to the Rockets side of this game, and uh, a big game from Russell Westbrook. Uh, Thirty nine points, a steal, a block, four assists, six boards. He shot eighteen of thirty three, two of two of four from the line. James Harden with a nice triple double, twenty eight points. To go along with 10 assists, 10 rebounds, a steal, two blocks, two threes. He was 2 of 13 from three-point range, man. Um, 11 of 23 from the field, 4 of 6 from the line. Tucker with 9 points, 4 assists, 3 rebounds. And uh, House with 10 points, 4 steals, 5 boards. That's a very House-like line. And... Robert Covington, uh, you know, 14 points, a steal, a block, five boards, um, four threes. You know, it's a it's a decent line, but I think we're going to see much better lines than this. I just think, you know, he's just really perfect 
his game just really fits in with this Rockets team, um, can shoot the three, can spread the floor, can play defense. He's going to get big minutes. This Rockets team plays a nice, fast pace, um, which is great for fantasy. I think he's going to get a lot of open looks. So I think there's going to be a lot of brighter days ahead for Rocco. So just keep him locked and loaded if you got him. Um, the I don't trust the this bench at all. Macklemore, Rivers, just nothing here. It's just the starters here that you want to play for fantasy. And um, that's about it. All right, let's go to the next game. The Clippers at the Cavs. And this was a bad blowout, man. The Clippers just trouncing on the Cavs. Um, 133 to 92. Let's take a look at the Clippers side of this game first. 25 for Lou Williams. Um, I should mention Kawhi Leonard rest rested in this one. So I think Lou Williams moved into that starting lineup. 25 points, two steals, three assists, five boards. He added a three, was eight of 14 from the field, eight of 10 from the line. Shamet with 11 points, three assists, four boards one block three threes he was four of nine from the field Shemet. paul george with 22 points a steal a block forces six rebounds five threes on eight of 12 shooting from the field marcus morris his uh la clipper debut he had 10 points three steals two assists four boards in 22 minutes he shot 5 of 12 from the field I think uh, Morris is definitely a loser from the trade deadline it's just um, going from the number one alpha in New York to now being the third or fourth option on the Clippers it's just really going to kill his value I think Um, you know I still think he could be worth uh, rostering in uh, certain leagues if I was in a shallow 10 team league I'll be honest I probably would move on from him but in some deeper leagues I think he could still be worth holding Zubak gets the start but he always uh, has he, he just always plays low minutes now fouls could have been a factor for Zubak in this one he had four fouls in just 17 minutes he had eight points shot a perfect 4-4 from the field and added four assists a steal love that he got two blocks and that steal also had four boards so you know even though um didn't score a lot the minutes were low still kind of contributed across the board and um Montrez Harrell he's he's the guy in the front court you want now the minute drop is a little disappointing now you know I guess I shouldn't really look too closely at the minutes the low 22 minutes from Marcus Morris 17 minutes from Zubak only 21 minutes from Montrez Harrell because this game was a blowout you know when games are so lopsided like this it's tough to uh, take a lot from it for fantasy because it's just kind of the rotation it just throws off um the minute totals in the rotation so but Montrez still had 19 points nine boards three assists one block shot eight of ten so Montrez in just 21 minutes still had a pretty nice game here nobody else here that I trust off the bench again no Isaiah uh no Kawhi Leonard um and no no Pat Beverly in this one as well which is um which is pretty interesting all right let's jump over you know what let me just double check here yep okay no I just want to always make sure I didn't miss any kind of injury or anything um let's cruise over to the Cleveland side of this game uh debut for Andre Drummond and um he had a nice game 19 points 14 rebounds, two steals, a block, three assists, two threes. Man, he, Drummond was two of three from downtown. Seven of 17 from the field, three seven from the line. Sexton had 13 points, three assists, two boards, one three on four of 13 shooting. So kind of hurts you there from from um, the field goal a percentage. Garland only shot three of 11, man. It's been rough for garland it's just not gonna happen i think for him this year kevin love maybe 
I mean, I think Kevin Love is still going to be okay, but I'm curious if Drummond is really going to um, siphon off some numbers off Kevin Love. He only had 10 points, 9 rebounds, 2 assists, a steal. Um, you know, I, I talked about on the uh, Clipper side how it's tough to really... Uh, like you got to take everything with a grain of salt because they'll blow out and that's true for the Cavs side as well we're seeing some really really bad numbers and some low minutes and it just could be the whole blowout factor as well um Kevin Porter still put up a nice game off the bench he had 28 minutes so he could have seen some extra run here with the blowout so maybe that helped boost some of his stats there here he had 17 points Three assists, four rebounds, a steal, one three on eight, a 14 shooting. Larry Nance could be a big loser here at the trade deadline. We were really hoping that Tristan Thompson was going to get moved, maybe even Kevin Love. We were hoping they didn't get wouldn't get a lot back, and Larry Nance would just get unleashed, and it's not looking good, or that's not looking like that will happen and we still got Tristan Thompson too on this team who had 19 minutes off the bench for seven points so um yeah if you had Larry Nance I mean I would uh, I mean I would hang on to him uh, I don't know nah I, I would drop him I don't think it's gonna happen I would probably move on from Larry Nance it's just Drummond Kevin Love Tristan Thompson it's just too much it's just too busy in that front court all right, uh, let's see. That's it. That's about it for the Cavs. Let's um, let's jump over to the last game of the evening. You know, when I started this show, this game was still going on, so it is final now. The Blazers getting the victory, one fifteen to one hundred nine. I'm gonna jump in on the Miami side first. Um, I'll start with Bam. Bam out of Bayou, thirteen points, twelve boards. Seven assists, three blocks. I love this guy, man. Six of 14 from the field. Robinson had 19 points, a steal, three assists, six rebounds. Um, no Jimmy no Jimmy Butler in this game. No Tyler Hero in this game. Myers Leonard is out. So, um, yeah, Robinson, 19 points, three assists, six rebounds. Six threes for Duncan Robinson. In fact, every shot he took in this one was from deep. And, uh, man, he can really light it up. Looking forward to seeing him in the three-point contest. Kendrick Nunn was disappointing. Four of 18 from the field, just murdering your field goal percentage. He had nine points, four assists. Um, Jones had 11 points, three rebounds. I think Derek Jones is definitely worth an add. Uh, I don't think we're going to see Jimmy Butler maybe until the All-Star break. A very happy, well... Yeah, I'm very happy to hear that his injury is nothing serious, but I think they're going to be really, really cautious. Miami clearly going for it with the additions of Iguodala and Crowder. They clearly want to go for it, and I think they want Jimmy to be 100% ready to go for when it counts, which is the postseason. So I don't think if Jimmy's not feeling 100%, I don't think they're going to risk – I don't think we're going to see him play until he's like 100% over that shoulder um, that shoulder injury. Kelly Olenek got the start, but don't trust him. He only had six points. Um, Crowder, 18 points, double-double, 18 points, 11 rebounds, three assists, two steals, a block. Man, this is really nice to see. Um, I don't think Crowder's going to be relevant once this team gets 100% healthy but hey in the meantime you need some forward help um with all the injuries maybe Crowder is worth worth a look Gordon Drogic played really well off the bench 27 points and assists four boards one steal five threes he was eight of 20 from the field you know even though he's coming off the bench uh took the most shots out of anyone on this team so still has nice usage and uh i think he's just fine i think he'll be just fine andre ugadala nice to see this guy playing again and uh feels like a very iggy type line and what i mean by that two points a steal a block three assists six boards 
Um, surprised he didn't hit a three. Only took two shots in this game. So, you know, just trickling in some stats across the board, contributing in a lot of categories here. But the scoring is low. And likely will... I don't really expect him to be a big scoring threat for the season. Um, okay, not too much else to talk about here. On the Miami side, let's jump over to Portland. You know I got to start with Damian Lillard, man. This guy has been on an absolute tear. He has been on one of the craziest heaters I've ever seen. I feel like every night he looks like he could go for 50. He's just been outstanding. But So he's been so high. It feels a little disappointing when you see he had 33 points. That's how good he's been. Uh, Any other player, you're like ecstatic that they hit the 30-point mark. And for Lillard, you're like, oh, man, he only got 33 one steal, a block. Love that he contributed some defensive stats for you. Eight assists, four boards, six threes. You know he's always good to give you some threes. 11 of 23 from the field, five, six from the line. Um, McCollum, 13 points. A little disappointing. Only had three assists, four boards, three threes on five of 15 shooting. Trevor Ariza, man, he has been good. If he's somehow still sitting on your wire, I would pick up Trevor Ariza 21 points a block three steals five assists four rebounds two threes on seven of ten shooting from the field he was five of five from the line he's been nice white side with 11 points and 17 rebounds four blocks uh you know if you have Hassan white side that's exactly why man the double double points and block I mean points and rebounds and the blocks and it was all right there uh, three of eight from the field. He was five of eight from the line. Mello keeping his foot on the gas. 15 points, six boards, two assists, three threes on six of 14 shooting. So, you know, with all the starters doing most of the heavy lifting again, it's uh, nothing, nothing here that I trust off of the bench. And I think that's about it, you guys. Um that was the last game uh you know i do want to mention um i do want to mention Whiteside had a left lower leg contusion type injury but i think he's okay um no anthony simons in this one no nasir little but those guys aren't really fantasy relevant anyhow mario hazonia out as well um I don't think we're really trusting any of those guys for fantasy anyway, so not not super important. All right, you guys. That's it. That's all I got. Um, thank you guys so much for listening, for supporting the show. Oh, you know what? Super quick. I want to sh- uh, shout out to – I got a really great question on Twitter today. So uh, shout out to David Mad- – uh, sorry if I butchered this name – David Modello, um, who shot me a really great question on Twitter. Um, he um, asked me about some pickups, and I just want to cover them super duper quick. Um, this is a nine cat head to head 16 team leagues. He's already out of the playoffs, but he just wanted to know his Aladipo for. Uh, Rashawn Holmes and look in a vacuum I love Holmes uh, I would rather have Holmes over Oladipo Holmes was flirting with first round value before he went down now it is a little concerning I did not expect Holmes to miss this much time and we still haven't seen him but he's got to come back this week man Holmes has got to be back and uh, I would expect him to kind of be right back to where he was when he went out I mean I don't think his role or his minutes is going to change for this team. So give me homes over Aladipo. Um, had another question, Robert Covington and Mitchell Robinson for Ingram. I would actually, in a deep 16-team league, I would actually rather keep Robert Covington and Mitchell Robinson over Ingram. You know, I, I think Ingram's going to start trending down a little bit with Zion. I think we've already kind of seen that. I still think Ingram's going to be fine, but I just don't think Ingram's going to be that, that um, monster we saw 
earlier in the season and I really think that Robert Covington's arrow is pointing up I mentioned it earlier in the show uh, he's just such a great fit in Houston I think he could see a boost to his numbers just because he's just perfect for that team and then Mitchell Robinson's really starting to come around I, I think I said in the, earlier in the show six defensive stats um, tonight with the three steals, three blocks, really hoping he has a strong end of the season. And we know that those blocks are really, really valuable. Um, the scarcity on the block category, especially in a deep 16-team league. So I lean there. Another question, last part of his question was Robert Covington and Oladipo for Ingram. And again, I think I go with the, that combo of Rocco and, and Oladipo over Ingram only because um, the deepness of this league and again I you know um, I think Ingram c- should trend down and Rocco will trend up and I'll, and hopefully Aladipo gets going too you know I had really low expectations for Victor Aladipo coming off that serious injury I'm a strong believer we really don't see the guy fully recover and be the same player until a full year so not until next year season will we see that Aldebo that we're used to and uh, so you know even though Aldebo has looked pretty decent um, I'm just not expecting that stud that we're used to until next season but I'd still take Rocco and Victor Aldebo um, over Brandon Ingram anyways you guys Thanks again. Hit me up on Twitter. Thanks again to David for hitting me up on Twitter. That was a great um, that was a great question. You guys, thanks so much for sticking with me, hanging out for this great Sunday evening. Um, I'll be back again for Monday. Big slate of games for Monday, so a lot to talk about. Um, thank you guys so much. Have a great night. I'll see you tomorrow. This has been a Hoop Ball presentation. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.